What's going on, everybody? My name is Brandon. We are Potty Mouth Sports, your spot for uncensored and unfiltered sports opinions. Today, we are coming with episode 41 of Zooming with the Boys. We're going to go do a November recap of the NBA, kind of talk about everything that's gone down so far, the first 25-ish games of the season so far. Uh, how's everybody doing? Nick, welcome back. Thank you. Glad to be here. Let's go. Fucking new NBA insider. We got the NBA desk. We're fucking basically like Shaq, Charles, and Ernie. First fan. <laughs> you guys can pick between whether you're going to be Shaq or Charles because I'm going to be Ernie. So I'm Shaq. I was like Mike in high school. If Mike <laughs> sucked, but I'll be Charles Barkley so we can just fucking chirp all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right. I'm going to run through the standings quick as of today. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets. I'm, this is from first to eighth seed. I don't give a fuck about the shitter teams that aren't even in the conversation right now. They can earn their spot. In the East, we got the Brooklyn Nets, Chicago Bulls, Milwaukee Bucks, Miami Heat, Washington Wizards, Boston Celtics, Philadelphia 76ers, and then the Charlotte Hornets at eight. And then in the Western Conference, we have the Golden State Warriors, the Phoenix Suns, the Utah Jazz, Memphis Grizzlies, Los Angeles Clippers, Dallas Mavericks, Los Angeles Lakers, and then the Denver Nuggets at eight. I'm going to run through the leaders quick. Points per game, we got Kevin Durant, Stephen Curry, Giannis Antetokounmpo, DeMar DeRozan, and then Trey Young at five. Rebounds per game, we got Rudy Gobert, Nikolai Jokic, Clint Capella, uh, fucking DeMontis Sabonis, and then uh, Jonas Valanciunas at uh they're both tied, actually. Uh, Sabonis and Valanciunas are tied with 12 rebounds for fourth and fifth. Assists per game, we got Chris Paul leading it, James Harden, Trey Young, Russell Westbrook, and then uh, DeJounte Murray. Steals per game, we got Alex Caruso sitting up top. He's been sitting pretty for a while. Jimmy Butler, Marcus Smart, uh, DeJounte Murray, and then uh, Gary Trent Jr., for the fifth and then blocks per game miles turner rudy gobert anthony davis mo bomba and jaron jackson jr all right that's the stat load down for the fucking month of november aka the first week of december because we're a little late now it's time to just shoot the shit boys uh I mean, let's get the fucking cat out of the bag right now, Nick. Uh, Los Angeles Lakers not looking too fucking sexy right now, sitting at 12 and 12. Just do it, buddy. Just let them fucking hear it. They are not a good basketball team. I have been (laughs) hearing it for the past month, and I haven't believed it. And then I tried to watch the games. What are they doing on defense in the fourth quarter? They'll have a nice, beautiful lead. And then all of a sudden, they disappear. Anthony Davis is as soft as baby shit. Okay, <laughs> Dwight Howard needs to be running the center position instead of DeAndre Jordan. Thankfully, Vogel did it this week. Thankfully, but DeAndre Jordan, he's too slow. He's he can't rebound the ball. He can't do anything on offense. Dwight Howard came out there. I believe he put up a double double his first night when he was starting. Vogel finally put him in the rotation, and then Russ, he's just he went quiet. I I, I forget he's out there half the time. As I was watching it. He's just running around in a circle, letting LeBron lead the offense. That's all. <laughs> and then, then LeBron gets COVID te- tested. Foley has to go into protocol after his finally getting his rhythm back. And then the other night happened. I can't forget who they played. The Clippers? The Clippers, yeah. 
Yeah. That was that was a tough loss. I watched that game. Marcus Morris got one of the luckiest shots I've ever seen for them for him in his career. That nice little shot over Anthony Davis. It banked him. It, it, but he got sauced up by Luke Kennard. He was hitting big shots in that quarter. What was his box score? I don't care about Eric Bledsoe. Luke Kennard had 19 points, and I believe all like nine of those or almost 11 of those came in the fourth quarter in clutch time. So the Lakers need to get it together, or else they're not. They're going to be what happened last year. They're going to get bounced in the first round. They have too much firepower. They have too much veteran Depth. leadership on that team. Yeah. That that they need to figure it out. They have to, and they I know they can. It's just fire Frank Vogel. That's that's my consensus. Yeah, uh, Frank's been an issue ever since he's been there. Uh, he can smile on TV all he wants. He's a fucking joke of a coach. He always has been, always will be. Uh, I think Frank's time's coming to an end here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I think right after Christmas. I think they get rid of him. They'll probably keep him all nice and sexy for the Christmas game and then call it a wrap with him. Um, Anthony Davis can't shoot the three whatsoever. Like he needs to play more stretch four to open up that three point shot rather than have the big on him again. Why Dwight should be playing center. Um, what else can I fucking say? LeBron James, uh, seems like he doesn't honestly give a fuck about his career anymore. Um, elbows Isaiah Stewart in the face against the Pistons gets suspended. One game comes back, gets fine for doing the big nuts celebration. Um, then goes into COVID protocols cause he produced a false negative, uh, false positive test. Then had to then took eight negative tests before he came back. And yeah, he needs, <clears throat> he's the man on the team. He's, he went and got Anthony Davis. He traded all the young talent that we had to get Anthony Davis. I mean, if we kept all the young talent that we had before and as LeBron was coming to the Lakers, this team would be even fucking nastier, in my opinion. Julius Randle, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Alex Caruso. Give me a fucking break. It's like let let players develop, but LeBron obviously is on the clock and is in his career, so it's – Time to get the big stars in LA. I understand where he went, but I think the Russell Westbrook trade was a mistake. I understand getting rid of Kyle Kuzma, but Contavious Caldwell Pope was a pretty good shooter on our team. And I guess we're trying to replace him with Malik Monk. Malik Monk shows spurts of just being able to fucking drain, but at the same time, it's just not consistent enough. Carmelo Anthony was really hot to start the season, but I think he'll fizzle out. He's still going to put about 14 points up a game, which is fucking completely fair off the bench. But um, yeah, I think just the rotations that are getting produced by Frank Vogel don't make any fucking sense. I don't think, uh, I think it's Austin Reese. I don't think that guy should really touch the floor for more than four minutes a game. And he's just playing like consistent minutes. And I just don't know where it's coming from. Uh, yeah, and we're running Rajon Rondo and Russell Westbrook, two guards that can't fucking shoot in the backcourt. Doesn't make any fucking sense. So, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. like I've I've never played competitive basketball. I've never coached competitive basketball, and as a basketball fan, I know that you don't do that. So I don't understand. I think LeBron needs to go back to the backcourt. I think Melo needs to up his minutes, go up into the twenties at least. 
have LeBron and Westbrook in the backcourt. Melo is more of a starter presence. And then Dwight and Anthony Davis. I think I think they just need to up the stars minutes and minimize all these other fucking like Rajon Rondo needs to get his minutes cut a little bit and he should never touch the court with Westbrook. But I could go on for days about the Lakers. Buddy Heald was a better fit. I yeah, still believe that. Yeah, we still, like we LeBron's not a sniper. Yeah, he can shoot the three, but he's a playmaker. Russell Westbrook can't shoot, period. He is a playmaking slash just fucking drive machine. And he really he's just there to chase his stats. <laughs> Anthony Davis can't shoot the fucking three apparently either. He gets garbage points under the fucking rim after he had already missed one of his garbage point attempts. Like he just, yeah, he's just a rebound fucking putback machine. So I don't know where the three went with Anthony Davis. He needs to, he needs to figure that out. Um, but yeah, just really disappointing as a Lakers fan to watch this team. I'm just surprised to see Anthony Davis playing almost every game this year. Holy that fuck. That too. That too. That guy's a He's fucking man. injury now. Like literally every – like last year, every fucking game. Like every back-to-back, he was out for at least one of them every single time. And this year he's been playing like almost every single game. I can't believe it. Yeah. <clears throat> let's, uh, let's talk about the fucking Golden State Warriors because uh, they don't even have Klay Thompson right now. And that team looks like it's – Figured out Jordan Poole has stepped up huge. Jordan Poole, they have play coming back, and they also have James Wiseman coming back, who's only going to get better as well. I mean, he didn't really – he was injured, like, well, obviously a lot this year, but he was also injured on and off last year too, so he hasn't really had his time to develop yet, I don't think. <clears throat> but he will. Andrew Wiggins has stepped up big for that team too. I, I was surprised to see him doing his thing out there. I think I think Ubre being on the team last year and playing the three, I don't think they figured out Andrew Wiggins last year at all. They didn't really give him an opportunity. I think they tried to split it between him and Ubre, and Ubre just obviously didn't work out for that system. So mm-hmm. they have a really good bench though now too. Like they have Gary Payton Jr. is just a fucking animal. All of a sudden, just like his pops. Fuck, I don't even know how to say his last name, like Bajelica or whatever the fuck his name is. Like he's he's not bad. They got Otto Porto Jr., who's not too bad in some games. Like they have a solid bench too. So Draymond just does this thing. Yeah, Draymond and Steph. Well, they got Iguodala. Like, well, he I think he's injured right now, but like he's a good defensive presence when he's there. <clears throat> yeah, his knee. Yeah. No. Steph Curry's just I I I see them going. Possibly to the finals. I don't know. Out of the out of the West. I don't know about the they, Suns if they match up against the Suns because the Suns don't look like they have lost they, or skipped a beat. Like that's, they, yeah, yeah, that's very true. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah Clay, just more firepower. Like, holy fuck! I don't even know what. Like they're already twenty-four. With Clay back, holy fuck. Yeah, it's gonna be scary. Yeah, Phoenix Suns are playing really well as well. Um, <clears throat> don't really uh, – I don't know. We can talk about them a little bit too. Like Chris Paul, that Chris Paul-Devin Booker backcourt is just nuts. Um, DeAndre Ayton, I don't – I don't think he's doing that great. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just not in the fucking loop. But 
they just they just have a good system that, and like they shocked me in the playoffs last year watching them because I watched like pretty much every series of them. They just play a really fast paced fucking game and it's really hard to catch up to. Well, they got yeah. solid like Jay Crowder, there's like solid little pieces that fit in, you know, like yeah. And that's like players and coaching as well, because like they have the energy to do that. So the rotation's right. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Ayton plays more of a Rudy Gobert goal. He stays in the paint. He gets their boards and he gets some stops. Yeah. He's I mean, still at Fuck. Let's go to the wraps and uh, let's see where they're at. Eleven and thirteen. Not too. Not too bad. Not too great. I mean, honestly, this is kind of where I seen them like playing out. Right. Like that. That record kind of suits their roster. Like, unfortunately, just they don't have. They still don't have that star player. It's like Scotty Barnes looks really good, but they just Can't don't. Wait gonna put up a constant 30 every game i mean and yeah their competition in the league is just too tough like they they, might they might make the plan maybe but you never know because the east like the east is just known for even negative records or like even even fit 500 teams making that eighth seed so this year though and now it's the west that's like teams that are under 500 that are in the playoffs right now. Yeah. It'll all work itself out. I think in the next month or two, I think we'll see more of a, more of a fucking differential between classes of teams. The bucks are back up in the top standings, which is good to see. Yes. They yeah. had a really rough start and Giannis has just been on an absolute tear. I think they literally I went on a five or at least a five or six game win streak at one point in the last little while. So, yeah, they're nine and one in their last ten. Yeah, so just playing insane. Chicago <laughs> Bulls. Yep, we got to talk about Bulls. Chicago yeah. Bulls. My my team right now. I'm a Raptors fan, but the Chicago Bulls. Since Demar's on that team, I'm, I'm rooting for them. I, I want to see them in the finals. I, I really do. Me and my friend have a bet they make it out of the second round right now, and I and I truly see them maybe going to the Eastern Conference Finals mm. for defense. Their offense, the way they play, it's just so quick. You, you can't keep up with them. Yeah. You saw it against your Lakers. Mm-hmm. The defense and the offense, no, they couldn't adjust to it. DeRozan's been on a tear all of a sudden. Came out of San Antonio and he just it's came back to his Raptors form. Love it. Man, you just got to chalk that ball. all up to their GM, man. Like, he fucking made the right moves in the offseason. He like they put that yeah. team together very nice. And, like, I'll even catch myself fucking watching Chicago games, like, against like against good teams like Miami or some shit like that. But I'll, I'll tune in to watch them because, like, it's basketball to me. Like, it, it's not like hockey or, like, football. I'm not really going to watch other – I might watch a couple games, but, like, I, I can literally tune into any NBA game. I know all the fucking players or I know enough fucking players to keep up with what's going on, so – and that's the best thing about basketball. Honestly, man, it's kind of a reach, but the best, like, this Bulls team has looked since, like, the Jordan Pimpin days. And shit. Yeah, straight up. Yeah. Like, the D-Rose era was – it was just the D-Rose era. Yeah. That was it wasn't solid. about that team. It was about D-Rose. D-Rose and uh, Joachim. Yeah. Got injured, man. Poor, poor soul fucking injuries just killed that, man. Yeah, I I love I love the Chicago Bulls team. They play team basketball. They play winning basketball. They don't care if one guy has two points that night. 
because yeah. they're going to lift them up and they're going to bring them back the next night and you can bring 25. Zach Levine and DeRozan are each averaging 25 points a game. Lonzo Bull's averaging obviously 12, but he does his role. He plays defense and he play makes for that team. And Alex Caruso, biggest mistake for the Lakers was letting him walk. Yeah. You, I didn't realize how much he brought to that team. Defensively, until watching him, just yeah, insane. To watching him in Chicago. And yeah, I don't know how they did it, but bless them. Caruso straight up putting up numbers this year, too, not even just playing defense. <clears throat> I think he's the steals leader this year right now. He is. Yeah, 2.2. Right yeah, he's, he's got a lot more minutes on the Bulls. He's yeah. like a he's like a Gary Payton guard. Like he it's just defense defense first. And then yeah. like he can he can dunk, he can hit that mid-range, he can he can occasionally hit the three, or he can hit the three when he needs to hit it. But they don't they don't really pressure him to score, which is the best thing. Like they mm-hmm. they they're not making players adapt to a system. They have the system and they're plugging the players into that system where they're suited to be plugged into they're not trying to make players reach and do things that they're not really should do it's more of a role game and they're all playing the roles really well uh let's talk about let's talk about fucking some teams overperforming right now in the east charlotte charlotte okay i uh i don't think the wizards are overperforming i think they have a nice solid core they're not going anywhere in the playoffs, but I, I expected them to be in the top eight. I didn't expect them to be in the top five, but I expect them to be in the top eight. See, so I'll disagree. I'll disagree there. I personally think the Wizards are gonna are reaching right now, and I I can see them fizzling out. Like Charlotte with Lamelo, Terry, Kelly's playing a lot better than he did last year, and. I, I just personally think that Washington's going to fizzle out. Like, obviously, Bradley Beal can do his thing and put push Wizards over the hump to gobble up games. And I don't see them being, like, a ninth or tenth seed. I see them, again, sitting at eight and seven, like you said. But <clears throat> I think they're kind of overperforming at five right now. Yeah. Um, Cleveland has their downfall, thank God. I don't think the Cavs will be old age. No, I, I think they'll be in there. They don't really have the team for it, but uh, no. they're sitting at the ninth seed right now with the thirteen and twelve record. Yes, yeah. is allowed. I'm pretty sure. Who is it? Colin Sexton or Darius Garland? That's out for Sexton out and Lori Markinen was out for a while, but he's back now. But mm. uh, yeah, I just I don't even think they're an above five hundred team personally. No. no, I think they'll sizzle right down to thirteen. Yeah. Um. Let's go underperforming in the East teams, uh, the Indi- Indiana Pacers, I think. I think they have some core pieces. I think TJ Warren needs to get more healthy. I think they need to figure it out. But I, I can see them slipping up to 9 or 10. Uh, Atlanta Hawks underperforming, in my opinion, as well. And same with the New York Knicks. Yeah. yeah. Indiana is right now. Apparently they uh... – have Demonte, Miles Turner, and Levert on the trade block. They're they're looking to gut their team right now. They're they're hunting for a rebuild. I guess I saw that earlier today before we came on the podcast that they're looking to rebuild. I don't know what went wrong with this team. They had all the pieces, but ever since yeah. Oladipo went down, Demonte Sabonis has just been the only one there. Miles Turner does his thing on the odd occasion. He plays defense. That's what he brings to the team. 
but they have a good core. I, I don't know why they want to gut it, but I thought they were going to be in the playoffs this year. Yeah, they have like a good four or five guys on their yeah. team that should be able to figure it out. Yeah, no, I agree with the Hawks, the Knicks underperforming. And I'm going to go with kind of a reach, but the Celtics 13 and 11, only two games above 500. And I think that team for a, the last couple of years should have been like one of the best teams in the, in the East, but. Mm. They're missing Brad Stevens now, which is unfortunate for that team. They got a new coach. Brad Stevens took a higher role. And before we go to the West, I'm just going to say this. The Kyrie, Ben Simmons, straight up, make it happen. It fits for both systems. Just fucking do it already. Pull trig. If you need to throw a couple draft picks in here, whatever. It fits both fucking systems. Like, let's call a fucking spade a spade. Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons can't play together. It's not a championship fucking duo they're both like bigs ben simmons is a fucking playmaking big who crashes the paint when he needs to be a fucking like a shooter on the outside or a ball handler aka kyrie irving james harden needs to take a back seat on the playmaking and be a second option in that offense with kevin durant they need to be the two scoring options and that's perfect for ben simmons because he can take a fuck James Harden can take a back seat on the ball handling. Ben Simmons can fucking come and facilitate both of them on the wing. So I don't know what's the hold up here. I don't know if the 76ers are waiting to see if they can pull Dame. Dame is about his fucking bag. Uh, he needs to figure his shit out. There would be a lot more at play to trade Damian Lillard to the 76ers rather than get rid of Kyrie. So like, yeah, I just I personally wouldn't be surprised if a Kyrie Ben Simmons trade happens in December because yeah, I think both teams are getting pretty pissed off at waiting for their players to come back to work. So and Kyrie's not coming back. What do you guys expect to see in the trade deadline? Like, what teams are you expecting to see trading? Uh, Los Angeles Lakers, big time. I think it's going to be. Uh, I think what was it, 2017 when Dwayne Wade and all the fucking oldies were on the Cavaliers. I, it's going to be 2.0. I think Russ gets moved. I say, I, I'd say LeBron tells Palenka no, and Rob actually steps up and says, this isn't working. This is my team, not yours. He's yeah. gone. He's got to go. Yeah. I, th- I think Russ leaves. I think DeAndre Jordan either gets cut or moved uh, or used as a piece for to pick up some wing shooter. Um, I think Malik Monk stays, Carmelo stays. And yeah, they just, I'm, I, I, I wouldn't even be surprised if Rajon Rondo gets moved as well. They don't really yeah. need him. Need him. Yeah. So. Man, that's who they should go for is fucking Dame. That'd be fucking nuts. They should have went for him and to begin with, but I think it was the relationship that Anthony Davis and LeBron James had with Russell Westbrook already. And Russ being from Los Angeles, that was such a big pull yeah. to get him. So. You need a shooter, man. That, like a shooter literally changes that team. Yeah, so. Ariza, Ariza's still out, and Ellington's not getting it done. So no, that team is just—I don't know what's wrong with it. All right, uh, let's go west. Overperforming, underperforming. Um, I think the Memphis Grizzlies are overperforming at four. Um. Yeah. Other than that, the West is pretty fucking tight. Uh, it's the usual suspects as every other fucking year. I mean, Memphis, I see getting bumped down to 
six or seven. Los Angeles Lakers are underperforming. Minnesota Timberwolves, I think they're really on pace. Uh, I saw them. Anthony Edwards is just a fucking animal. Carl Anthony, they got Carl Anthony Towns. They got D'Angelo Russell. Like they have pieces and they have new ownership in in that organization. So I see the glow up. I think they're going to be nine or 10. I think they're going to get a couple more pieces in the off season. And I think uh, I wouldn't be surprised if next year, Minnesota is a playoff team. And I wouldn't even be surprised if they sneak in there somehow doing a play in and beating the AC or some shit like that. I wouldn't be surprised. I think the Denver Nuggets are underperforming, but then again, uh, Jamal, um, I'm sure Jamal Murray is still out. So like that hurts because he was a vital piece in the bubble to their success. And they haven't really filled that void at guard yet. Yeah. Like uh, the Mavericks are underperforming at only 11 and 11, especially when they have like, well, arguably one of the best players in the NBA right now. Yeah. <clears throat> but I, I still, I think Christoph Borzingis was a mistake and uh, it was a good idea on paper, but it was. It's, not, it's not working out and Christoph is kind of fizzling out. So I think just like the New York Knicks, I think the Mavericks are kind of holding on to him a little too long. I think it's that European connection with Luca and just yeah. not working. So. I don't know. The NBA, in my opinion, is not a league where you can just wait around. You rebuild for maybe one or two years, and you should have it figured out. You should be a playoff team, and there's no time to sit around, piss around. Like there's talent, there's tons of talent to go acquire. So go figure it out. I agree. Portland, Portland's where, where I said they would be on this podcast last time I was here. The during the time seed, I said tenth or maybe in the eighth. I know Dame. Dame said the other day that he wanted to play with Ben Simmons. I think he said it publicly that he would like to play with Ben Simmons. I saw something about it, a couple of people talking about it. So I don't know if Portland will pull the trigger and try to go for him because that's going to be a CJ McCollum, possibly Nurkic bundle around that. I know they don't need a center, but I can see Portland wanting to move Nurkic with CJ. They would have to give up quite a bit of assets. Yeah. So I don't know if it's going to happen, but if Ben Simmons goes to Portland, it's, it's not necessarily a game changer, but it's good for the future. Mm-hmm. Very good. Dame and him, and then they just get a couple of nice pieces because CJ, he doesn't get it done for them. Like mm-hmm. he, he puts up stats, but he's not he's not. They would, uh, I think they would have to figure out whether Ben's playing the point or Ben's moving back to the three. Yeah. He can obviously carry up the ball and – but, like, are you moving Dame to the two or are you keeping Dame at one and moving Ben to the three? Because one of those two things has to happen. I could see him playing a LeBron role. He runs yeah. the ball up at the small forward. Yeah, I, th- I think that would be the best bet because Dame's game, a lot of Dame's Dame time shit is carrying the ball up and just yeah. sniping in somebody's face. So I agree. Uh you want to talk about players underperforming, overperforming? Devin Booker is – I wouldn't say he's overperforming, but he's doing better than I expected this year. Mm. He's, he's putting up decent stats, good minutes. Well, obviously good minutes. Um, he's out right now with a hamstring injury, which is very unfortunate for him. For that Suns team, but they seem to have bounced back without him. 
think he's averaging, yeah, 23 on four assists and five rebounds, mm-hmm. shooting 45% from the field. So he's doing really he's, – he's doing better than I expected him to. I saw him in the low 20s. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul is doing what Chris Paul does. He just facilitates the offense. He doesn't need to score to make an impact. So I don't know about anybody else in the West. Ongoing Damian Lillard uh, guy should be going off a lot more than he is. He's only averaging just about 20 points. and Usually that guy can go off for like fucking 30, 40 on most nights. I think uh, both Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis are underperforming. I think Russ – needs to figure out his role on that team and Anthony Davis needs to figure out that he's the uh the young guy on the team and he needs to be the weapon for both LeBron and Russ where LeBron and Russ help out with the scoring not are the scoring um not a shot but I think DeMar DeRozan's overperforming and like again that's not really a shot I just didn't expect him to pot like that in Chicago I thought Zach would still keep his role as the number one guy but it's literally just fucking hand in hand with both of them which is sick to see uh other than that I think Alex Caruso may be overperforming a little bit uh 2.2 steals a game I mean that's fucking a lot and uh trying to think of anybody else really Tom Rant maybe overperforming yeah, he is, and he's, and he's maybe Anthony him. Edwards as well, but like yeah. they're both young, so like yeah. you expect that spark at the same time. Yeah, I don't. I, the league kind of bounced back for the first from the first month, first two months or whatever. Mm-hmm. We saw in the first month everybody was underperforming. Nobody could get it together with that new foul rule, but then you see it now. Like everybody's adjusted. Curry's back to being Curry. Harden's back to being Harden. So everybody that. I thought was going to underperform throughout the year has bounced back. Yeah. And just shows how elite the NBA is like that players can only take about a month or so to bounce back from a major rule change. Mm. So. I don't know if he's overperforming or just straight up just playing better this year, but it's fucking Andrew Wiggins uh, for the Warriors. Mm. Yeah. If he's just starting to fit in better and he's just going to continue this play for the next couple of years or so, or if he's just overperforming, but. Jordan Poole, too. Yeah. I mean, that guy creeped out of fucking nowhere, and he literally won't hesitate to put 20 up. No, they just make, man, just makes their bench, like, so much better, too. It's scary, especially when Clay comes back. The Warriors have a really good development team, too. Yes, they are. Yeah. They always have. Like, Steve Nash used to be the fucking shooting coach. Then you got Steve Kerr as the fucking head coach. It's just like you're learning from two fucking absolute snipers. So maybe not Steve. Steve was Steve was like a weird. He was like a playmaking, but he could still shoot the fuck three. So I guess I won't take that away from him. But he hit the big shot. Yeah, yeah, he he still could fucking drain. Uh, Not gonna say sniper. Fucking Steve Kerr was a fucking sniper though, because that's all he did was sit and shoot. Yeah, fair enough. Um. Yeah, let's give our uh, predictions for December before we uh, get the fuck out of here. I see the Lakers bouncing a little bit back. I'm hoping they can reach the fifth seed. But if, I don't know, if the, the West is kind of locked right now. Besides from Memphis being a high seed, the West is kind of a lock. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the East. I see Charlotte being bumped down. 
I see Atlanta being moved up in this up in the standings. I see Washington being moved down to the seventh seed. Um, I see New York coming in, maybe bumping Philly out, but I don't know. I see the top four staying locked in top four, which is Brooklyn, Chicago, Milwaukee, Miami. Mm-hmm. I think they're locked for top four this year. They might uh, move around between that top four, but I see them being a lock. It's really the fifth to the tenth seed that I see being moved around drastically. Like I see Charlotte not staying there forever, but that's that's my take for what I see. Okay. Uh... I see Washington getting bounced down. I think the Celtics creep up to six. Uh, 76ers creep up in that conversation as well in the top seven teams. I think Washington and Charlotte both bounce down, and I think Atlanta and New York start to actually play like they're fucking supposed to. Uh, Yeah, they need to creep up into that playoff position. Uh, in the West, I see the Grizzlies creeping down big time. Uh, the Lakers is a bit of a weird situation because if they stay healthy, which is the biggest question, cause they're all old, uh, they will get their shit together, but it, all it will take is one wrong blow of the wind and Anthony Davis will be out and who the fuck's going to score for them. So That'll just be catastrophic, and I think they'll continue to lose, and I think they even will bounce out of the top eight, and I think Minnesota comes and creeps up into the top eight and takes their spot. Um, Yeah, I see Minnesota fucking around with the Nuggets for that A seed. I see the Nuggets moving up a bit, too. I see Dallas moving down. I think the Clippers will sizzle down, too, because they like it's just so hard without Kawhi. And... uh, yeah. Other than that, like we know these top 10 teams from Portland all the way up to Golden State, that's not changing for the rest of the year. Like Sacramento's not going to do shit. Spurs aren't going to do shit. Rockets suck. Thunder suck. And the, like the Thunder got fucking blown out by the Grizzlies by a rec- like literally a new record margin. And I think it was 74 points couple like last week and then the pelicans are absolute fucking trash get zion williamson on a fucking treadmill and get brandon ingram a chocolate bar because they can't stay fucking healthy uh, zion's out for another three weeks due to thanksgiving dinner yeah pretty fucking much i mean <laughs> number one pick and it's just like it's like man it's a it's a jinx like if you look back over time it goes the number one pick is lit and then the next one is a fucking absolute dud. Like Greg Oden was the number one pick. He was a fuck played like two fucking seasons and then was injured, came back, played for the heat on the fucking bench for four minutes a game when they needed clean up minutes. Uh, Anthony Bennett. I'm, I can't remember if he was one or two, but he was fucking trash. Uh, I'm yeah. But if you go through the list, it's literally star a dud star dud. It's really fucked up. It's like a curse. We might have to have an episode and talk about that. But uh, in the East, I'll flip back to the East. The Pistons are trash. Magic are trash. If Nick, you're saying the fucking Pacers are going to rebuild, so they're not going to do a fucking thing. Uh, Cleveland, I think, bounces even further down to like 12. I see the Raptors moving up maybe one spot, but I don't think they're going to do shit. Then again, like the East too. These top, like the top 10 teams in the East are lock-ins as well it's just going to fluctuate and i'm praying that uh we don't have a replay of last year where 
all the fucking stars just go down with the stupidest fucking injuries. Like the Miami Heat, Jimmy's been pretty up and down, and it's not – I don't like the look of it. When Jimmy's there, he's great, but he's been injured. I, th- he, I think he's been on IL twice, at least twice already. So we're only 25-ish games in, so need to figure that out. Go off, Jord. Oh, well, I'll start with the West. Um, yeah, I think the top uh, – well, the top three teams, the Warriors, Suns, and the Jazz, that's a lock. Like, they're going to be the top three teams come the end of the season, in my opinion, or at least pretty damn close to it. Yeah, the Grizzlies, I think, will move down. Um, Clippers, Mavs, I think, will kind of stay where they're at. Um, honestly, I think the Lakers will move up a bit. Um, I think they'll kind of figure it out. Um, I don't know if Russ will stay, but uh, either way, I think the Lakers will. LeBron just he's going to go into GM mode, and they'll figure it out. But uh, I have a bad feeling he'll stay only for the simple fact that he's from LA. They really, I think, hit that over the head with the when they offered the trade to Russ and <laughs> uh, like to come back home and i think it would be the biggest dick move to let him come back home for two or three months and then the fucking trade his ass even if he's getting paid 44 million dollars a fucking year <laughs> yeah the bottom five teams that's a lock too they're the bottom five teams yeah those are gobble up games should be Sorry, the, the Lakers shouldn't be going to triple overtime against the fucking Sacramento Kings. And losing. And they, losing. They should not be at all. And then the East, top three teams, again, I think is a lock. The Nets, the Bulls, and the Bucks. Like, those are the best three teams in the East, straight up. Uh, the Hawks need to move up a bit, like going to the Eastern Conference Finals last year and barely. Even in a playoffs, I know it's early, but barely even in a fucking playoff spot right now, and you haven't really had any injuries, so they need to step it up. Uh, the Cavs, yeah, they're gonna probably move down because I think they've just been overperforming. I think the Hornets are are actually good, man. I think they're gonna move up. Charlotte, uh, mm-hmm. Lamelo Ball is he's the answer in my opinion. He's the best ball brother out of all of them, and. I think they're going to be better than everyone thinks, the Hornets, especially when he's back. He's on IL because of COVID or something right now, right? Oh, yeah. I think a two or three of them are yeah. down. But Raptors, I could see them barely squeaking in. Uh, where they're sitting right now is kind of where I predicted them to sit. That's what we're thinking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Can't hey, let me get it out. I like oh, it. Fuck the raps. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah, I see that, but I'm fixing it. Um, and the bottom three teams are a lock as well, in my opinion. I think they're all fucked. They're all fucked. Yeah. <laughs> they ain't doing fuck off. Yeah, especially Detroit, other than fucking running around like a madman after. One of the best players. What's that? But their number one overall picks playing all right. Who Isaiah Stewart? No, it's, it's oh, Cade Cade Cunning. oh, Cade Cunningham. I thought you were just trying to s- s- sly. Oh, no, Cade's, Cade's playing. 
right? But they, they're four and nineteen, so it don't matter. Oh, Cade better watch out when he plays the purple and gold because he might get that fucking left elbow right to the fucking temple <laughs> if he if he wants it. Cade, the fuck. Yeah. Uh, anything else before we get out of here until fucking January, I guess. I think we covered everything. I don't know. Um, I guess fucking biggest thing for me is I want to see Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving fucking playing this season. And I want both. They both it's inevitable, but they're both getting moved. So get it fucking done. Both organizations. You're wasting your fucking time. Get it done. Bite the bullet in any way that you need to bite the bullet, AKA draft picks or whatever, but figure it the fuck out. And clay. I'm excited to see Clay too. I'm excited to see if it'll help, which I think it will help their system or if it'll fuck around with the production from other people because you still want to keep Jordan Poole hot. You still want to keep Gary Payton hot and you still want to keep Andrew Wiggins going. Definitely. But like, if anyone, I think Clay fits in that system better than anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when Draymond can hit two automatic shots on the outside aka Steph and Clay when they're open so um yeah the Warriors oh, are fucking gobbling Go, what's up? before this ends fuck Utah that's all I had to say yeah fuck them I hate I hate Utah they're they're, yeah. they're they're overperforming just because they're Utah it's as simple as that Donovan's I mean, back and he's doing his thing I just don't like they'll, they'll be good until uh, come playoff time Great they, do the, they do the same yeah. thing every fucking year. Great. One of the sexiest teams in the regular season, then come playoff time, they get fucking bounced out in the first or the second round. So, by the Clippers, <laughs> the Kawhi-less Clippers too. Oh, um, Christ! But I'll do my bold take. I'll repeat my bold take before we get out of here. Uh, Kyrie for Ben, straight up. So. This has been episode 41 of Zoom with the boys. Uh, hit the link in the description. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Keep up to date with what we're doing. Season one's wrapping up very soon. So gobble up as much content as you can. Um, trying to think of what else we can say. Other than that, really, thanks for watching. Let us know in the comments below what you think of the recap. Like, subscribe, and we will see you next fucking month.